ALG really saved me. I put all of my success on joining this group. People constantly checking in saved me. I made so many like friends with people that I've never met, but I feel incredibly close to and, and I consider them family. It really is a family. It is a place where you can just be yourself and there is no judgment. There is no shame. You are so welcome there. Nobody has to be in this alone. Everybody is either going through or has gone through the same thing at one point. Let's do this. Welcome back to another edition of the ALG podcast. If you're listening to this on the day of drop, then happy Friday to you. Really quick at the top of the show, guys, if you could five-star rate and review the podcast, those five-star rate and reviews go a long way. And I love reading the reviews, and David really likes the five stars because it makes him feel important. I like four stars because it leaves room for improvement. Guy. <laughs> That's the whitest thing you've said. We didn't, we're not even like five seconds into the podcast, and that was the whitest thing you said. I don't like giving five out of fives because it's like, I want a four with some improvement. You know, before I get into who the, the, the podcast is brought to you by, I just want to point out that David was 100% the kid in school who was like, yes, Miss Graham, we had homework last night. No, no, absolutely fucking not. Literally the exact opposite. I was the motherfucker that never did any homework, but aced every know, test. You want to know why I know he's telling the truth? Because he's actually cursing in this game. <laughs> That's how I know he's telling the truth. I, ah. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't do any homework. And I aced every test. And I'll be like, excuse me, if I get an A on the home and on the test, why do I have to do the homework? The homework is meant for me to learn how to take the test. I already know how to do the test. Give me the test. Let me get an A. Let me move on. Fact. <laughs> I'm going to get to the next part of the intro now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Today's bro. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Redcon One for the highest state of readiness. You can go on to www.redcon1.com. Use promo code T20JARPS. Save 20% off your whole order. And guys, this week, the podcast is also brought to you by Real Good Foods. The Real Good Foods family is proud to bring you the ALG podcast. And you could go on to realgoodfoods.com and save off your order by using promo code THEGAINSINBETWEEN. And listen, this is really only exclusive for ALG listeners. I'm really not bullshitting you. When I had a conversation with the company, they don't give out promo codes anymore, okay? I've been friends with the people at Real Good Foods for a while. They're really good folks. And I begged and pleaded, and I said, my listeners need a promo code. So we got it. The gains in between. Real Good Foods. Use it. All right, guys. Today, we have a really special guest. I don't even know if we're allowed to, like, talk now because we're competitors. Like, we're competing with each other on stage. Like, this Oh, might so for be the next, like, like, four weeks, you guys are like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I'm I pretty sure it. that's how competition works. No, I, I, I hope that's how it works because that's, like, that's not, how I am. Like we're boys, right? but for the next four weeks until this competition's over, I wish only the best for you, just fucking less than me. I don't know <laughs> if legally like me and Rob are allowed to have a conversation. We could be like canoodling. Canoodling? What is it? When you cahoots? sabotaging? Cahoots? No, cahoots. Anyway, <laughs> shoots and ladders? <laughs> All right, this anyway, is a shit show. Today, our, our guest on the podcast today is none other than Rob Motivation on Instagram, a.k.a. Hot Rob. Rob! A.k.a. Shreds. What's up? What's, What's up? On? This is a long time coming. <laughs> I'm really happy to finally yes. have you on the podcast. Um, you know, me and Rob have met in person before. Yeah, before, we have. You know, yeah, yeah, we have. In Brooklyn. 
in Brooklyn. That's right. We did right in Bay Ridge. It was a lot of fun. You know that I only met Rob because I knew that we were competing against each other. I really had to scope him out. You know what you I mean? See like what it was it, covert see ops. The He's was. got small calves. We're fine. We're fine. You know what I mean? So I, I just had to see. No, I'm kidding. Me and Rob have been friends on Instagram for a while now. Um, I think of Rob as one of the really good guys on Instagram because you know how toxic Instagram can be. Uh, Rob, welcome to the ALG podcast. And why don't you give us a, just a brief rundown of yourself, what you got going on, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty of it all. Um, sure. All right. So I'm Rob on Instagram, Rob Motivation. Uh, right now, currently going through prep for summer shredding. Uh, way back when, had VSG surgery. Um, so just basically posting everything that I do on a daily basis on Instagram, working as a realtor uh, during the day. And uh, just trying to live the best that I can. Okay. All right. All right. So you had VSG surgery. How long ago? Coming up on three years now in That's December. Awesome, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. And what was the, what was the motivation for you? So you're in that, like, where were you before uh, your VSG surgery? And then what was the motivation behind it? Like, I need to do this. What kind of fill me on that? So I would lose weight, gain weight. Um, it would be like losing 30 pounds, gaining 40. Okay. So it continuously was like that. I mean, I've injected myself with things in my stomach to try and help weight loss. I've gone to like Weight Watchers. I've done legitimately everything. And for me, this was just like the last resort. Mm -hmm. um, not that it's a bad thing or not that anything like that, but I just wanted to live a healthier lifestyle plus Obviously now we're getting old. Well, we're getting older. So I didn't want to live with those problems in my thirties, forties, fifties. And I didn't have any like crazy health conditions going into it. Um, it was more along the lines of that. I couldn't maintain a normal weight without the surgery. Okay. What was, um, what was your diet like and nutrition and lifestyle before the surgery? What, what was like, how did you go about that nutrition wise? Uh, so I live basically, I want you to do is t talk naughty to me. I want you to talk dirty. All right. So through college, um, ate like shit. I mean, like the diet was horrible. I would try and eat healthy for a little bit, but then it would go back. Right. Um, and then when I was like 22, I moved to Brooklyn and like, that's where I was like sitting at the heavier side. And I got introduced to a gym down in Bay Ridge. So I started going there and just learned from the people around, like how to eat, doing the shakes. And you were going um, to badass. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for probably like three years. Um, so I learned that like from people around, I used to work with a guy who not, he didn't own it, but he like was there all the time, promoted mm -hmm. it. Um, and he was a big help. So, so just to put, it, put it in pers people's perspective, Badass Academy is a gym out of Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, uh, and it's very um, hit oriented. It's like boot camp okay. all the time. You so know, it's, everything it's, is running it's like classes. circuits and classes. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. But it's okay. it's hardcore. A buddy of mine is a partner in there, and it's hardcore. Um, yeah, it's not easy. No, no, it's not. Like really, really fine tuned athletes go to Badass and survive. Um, 
So that's cool. So you were going at badass. Um, now, were you you were having results at badass, or you weren't really having results? Yes and no, because I mean, right. I would eat good like throughout the day, and then obviously, like living in Brooklyn, you're surrounded by legitimately everything. Yep. Um, so there were nights like I would just go to get like three slices of pizza, and it wasn't just like a slice of pizza; it was the pizza that had everything on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or there was just Greek food or Indian food, like anything. Um, everything was open late, so wasn't the best decisions, but that's kind of where I couldn't control that part of it. Absolutely. Uh, but trying to make those little changes throughout the day and then into the night and not keeping anything in the house and uh, like switching from whole milk to almond milk and switching the cereals from the super sugary ones to the less sugary ones, uh, frying to baking or mm-hmm. grilling. So started doing that, but obviously didn't really work because there was other and options. How old, how old are you now? Now I'm 29. Okay. Okay. So we're not, we're not far apart from each other. We're your part. Um, so, and I know that me and You're you a bunch of have, youngsters. Gosh, <laughs> I know that I'm you and 30. I also come from very similar backgrounds. Like we both come from Italian families. So like food is life. Everything. Food is life. Food is death. Food is like sad, happy, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. There's a, there's a fucking dish for everything. Um, so when you started your weight loss journey, you know, not even when you started your weight loss journey, when you turned around to your family and said, okay, guys, this is what's going on. This is what I want to do. I want to have VSG surgery. Walk me through that because I know that you had a similar conversation with your family like I had with mine. So the good thing about my situation was, is that I didn't live on this. I was in California. So I had surgery in California. So I was away from all of it. So that's kind of where I was able to take two years of my life and completely focus on the surgery and switching those bad habits into good habits and cooking the proper way. And obviously, you know, starting out from week one, you're on liquid. So it's like what you're implementing from the start kind of just translates into the rest of your life or the rest of your, however. Um, so that's kind of what I did. And I followed those rules and did what I was supposed to. And even to, up until today, I mean, when we went out to eat and I was on prep, like, I was eating wings. Um, I never restricted myself, but again, it's not in the amount that I was able to eat before. And it's also not as often. Um, But yeah, telling them, I've had people in my family who have had surgery, so it's nothing new. Um, One of my cousins just had it recently and my aunt, well, they were prior to me. So it was like an open conversation. Surgery has been in the family for a little bit of time because obviously with being Italian, right. Everyone's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, of course. Now you had surgery out in California, right? So yeah. When you were living out there, was this something that you did? Like, did you tell your family before you were doing it, or were you just did you come home one Christmas and was like, hey, surprise, like I'm down seventy five pounds and I have something to tell you? Uh, no, I told them. So I went to the. I only told my dad um, okay. that I went to the appointment and all that, and then once I was booked for everything. My brother and sister knew about it. And then they flew out to California and then the rest of my family knew, but I had surgery in December and I was home again. So December 5th, I had the surgery and then December 19th, I flew home. Okay. Um, Cause it was Christmas time and my sister's birthday. So came home for that. And I was already down like 25 pounds. Yeah, absolutely. So everyone was like, what happened in the past like four months? 
um, for the people who obviously knew, knew exactly what it was. But even up until today, and this is something that I spoke to you about, is that people still don't know um, in my own personal life of what I did. I think it's pretty obvious. And as public as I am in some aspects, as far as like Instagram is concerned, it's not like that uh, in my real life, which is sounds stupid. And it is stupid working on that. No, I mean, I don't Definitely think it sounds stupid. No, I feel you. I, I think it's it's always so funny to me when it comes to, I guess it depends on the, the connotation. It's like so many things yeah. where it, these physique, compa- say like you're a bodybuilder and you're trying to portray this, that, that you outright go, I'm natural. And it's like, and all I took was creatine. It's like, oh, shut the fuck up. But at yeah. the same time, like for example if you're a type 2 diabetic you don't have to go on the freaking internet and go guys i take insulin like hey i have high blood pressure here's my lisinopril so it's like at the same time it it depends you don't have to sit here and tell everyone everything as an aspect of like life now if 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 you're at the point of manipulating for the sake of making money that's a whole different ball but if you're just like hey i I don't have to tell people i had vsg i'm living my fucking life and eating healthier and moving my body more what do you want from me absolutely well that's where i'm at right now it's like i don't give a shit um i'm really not like if you know you know if you want to assume you can assume i really don't care that's not where i'm centered around right Mm -hmm. well like the philosophy that i've always had and i've had this conversation with david i've had this conversation with rob both separately is like having the surgery that rob and i have both had like it doesn't define me or Rob as a person. You know what I mean? Like just because we, we had a um, tool that we use in our utility belt. Cause that's how I always refer to VSG surgery. It's just another tool, you know, like it's a tool that you need to get the job done. <clears throat> so like, just because we had that, that doesn't mean that for the rest of our lives, it's going to be a footnote at the bottom of everything with every accomplishment we ever hit, you know, like too fucking bad. You know, like there's guys on steroids. Congratulations. Like I'm not sitting there and seeing these guys who I know are on fucking juice. And I'm being like, oh, but you're taking. Blah, 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 blah. I don't give C-bomb. A- it's still C-bomb. I'm just saying. What? Chris Bumstead. Oh. He's just like. Yeah. I'm just saying it. I'm- one of my favorite bodybuilders on Instagram. I won't mention names here, but one of my favorite bodybuilders on Instagram is just very widely open about the fact that he fucking does shit. 100%. Like, you know, and I listen, and I just again, I don't think that it should be a footnote at the end of every discussion. And I'll tell you straight up, you know, for those that don't know the summer shredding competition, whatever, there's a video that needs to be made. And if you play, they play your video. I haven't mentioned in my video I had VSG. Why? I, it doesn't define me. And if anyone has a problem with that, they know how to contact me. Like, if you don't know by now, like, I am not your. It is what it is, man. I like, think you need to get a tattoo on your left butt cheek. Right? That, that says, says VSG. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how I feel about the situation. Listen, it's like I have my right butt cheek, USDA approved. Right. I think you. <laughs> Listen, I am a forever advocate of this community, the VSG community, gastric sleeve community, the bi- bariatric community. But at the end of the day, every bariatric patient needs to remember that it does not define them. I 100% agree. It's like the same thing with like keto people and every nutrition plan right. out there. It's like, my name is David Roden. And I'm, I, I believe in carnivore. But I, yes, but here's the thing. I don't give thing. a shit. Notice what you just said. Notice what you just said. Let's say for argument's sake, we're all on a bodybuilding show, right? Cool. It's me and Rob. We both had VSG. David did fucking keto. 
He fucking lost 250 pounds doing keto. He wins the competition. Not one person in that fucking crowd is going to go, but he did it by doing keto. Yeah. Not, not a soul. Not a soul yeah, is going to exactly. say that, you know? But I bet you 250 people in the crowd, 10 motherfuckers are going to turn around and be like, he had VSG. You think it's 10? I'm just giving, yeah, definitely way more than that. It's, but I like to get oh, yeah. out of two, out of two, out of two fifty. I'm gonna say two hundred, probably two hundred. Yeah, it's two hundred. <laughs> I, I just like to give people the benefit. Yeah, of the Let's be honest here. Out of two hundred fifty, two hundred are assholes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, how are you doing? Because we're both on different ends of the spectrum when it came to VSG. Like this November, I'll be five years out. I started my weight loss journey six years ago last week. Um, So I'll be five years out of my surgery. So what I can take in and what you could take in is two completely different things. So how are you doing when it comes to um, your intake of food for prep? Um, You know, how's that been? At first it was difficult. Um, Not very easy. Do you have your macros by any chance? Yeah. What what are you what are you taking in right now? Right now it's right now it's pretty easy. Uh 15, 25 calories and then 170 protein. Okay. Um one one seventy proteins. I just want to know what your protein is. One seventy? Okay. The carbs just drop, so that's a little more difficult. Uh and then the fats have been consistent throughout the entire process. Yep. Fats aren't really even something that I'm having trouble with i really had trouble hitting that the entire time um as in too high or too low fats too uh too high yeah and like you, you you struggled to get it down no i struggled to hit 50 really yeah interesting what were you using for fat yeah what's what random sh- like tortillas or like i'm not even like my ground turkey's 99 percent the cheese okay. is fat free, which I could have swapped, like swapped the stuff for the real stuff. But okay. again, you're just supplementing the calories and it right. just wasn't worth it. So I'd rather not hit the fats. Um, I mean, I'm satisfied with, I mean, I eat about six or seven times a day. So, so you do the small important. meals throughout the day. Actually, yeah, yeah you kind of have to. I are have you, you're to. not weighing it's, your food or you, you are weighing your food? Yeah, I do. Um, I weighed every meal, even before prep. Um, yeah, no, same. Since surgery, I've been weighing my food the entire time. Um, so what does a full meal come out to you? Five. Five ounces. Five ounces across the board? Yeah. Like it's even five ounces for everything on your plate? Well, that's – I calcu- like I just calculated that way. Um, I'm not like – they don't – he's not saying like hit this in this meal or this in that Oh, yeah, meal. no, a thousand percent. No, as long as you hit your number by the end of the day, but that's crazy. Right. That's – Absolutely. That just shows me that how different you and like just how far along we both are. Cause like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Shit. But it's also like, um, I'm like, so confused right now. Fill me in five ounces. Okay. Of, so five of, ounces across of, the board. Done. So five, so, five ounces on the plate. Yes. Per meal. Yeah. Per meal. Okay. Yeah. Right. So just See, that's for example, crazy. I mean, because I literally eat, uh, 12 ounces of ground Turkey per meal. Right. Right. <laughs> For right. meal. I, and I'm <laughs> That's eating. not including the rice or the veggies. So when, when prep started and I was still <laughs> right. really high carb, like I was six ounces of chicken and a full cup of rice. So that's mm-hmm. already yeah. what? Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. That's 14 fucking ounces just between that. You know, I didn't even add in the broccoli yet. Right. So, yeah. so now like a cup of rice, I'm pretty sure is like five and a half ounces just off of like, cause I've, I have the, 
thing where you can convert ounces into cups. Yep. Um, and I believe that that's what that is. So it's not even like one night I had so many carbs left and I had to sit down and eat five ounces of rice. rice and just sat there and ate rice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, if it's like fried rice, like cooked well. Yeah. But, uh, not when it's uh, like I'm on my rice. no carb day right now, so like I don't oh, give a hold on. Have you guys? Do you guys? Any of you guys go to Costco? Yes. No. So Costco has these uh, these 310 calorie um, microwave white sticky rice, super just like it's just straight white sticky rice, and it's 310 calories, super easy, 90 second ma- microwave, and the the price per serving is fantastic. Yes, I think about right. prices per servings um and it's costco and it's like boingo we don't get any money from this but bo bone b-o-n-i-g-o or something like that highly recommend um super you know that's what they called you in college too right what straight white sticky rice (laughs) that was a terrible joke not 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 impressed i'm fucking dead no but it's so funny though because it's like again you have to eat five six now that you're in the bodybuilding type stuff and you're trying to hit ma- certain macros no, in the way the dick, it's it's a whole different game it is so crazy yeah. to me that again every blessing is a curse every everything that helps you in one way can hurt you in another and it's all about yin and yang and figuring mm-hmm. out what's best for you and because it's like i'm the type of person that i would rather eat less meals bigger portions than small meals throughout the day. Like that's personally just my, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd rather eat, I eat a, I eat 900 calories or seven to 900 calories at noon, four and eight done. Super easy. Don't think about it. Boom. Honestly, for me, it just depends on what I have going on. What was that? Mm -hmm. No, Rob, what'd you say? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's just easier that way to like yeah. track out three meals, yeah. big meals, and you're just done and it's quick. Like today, I have to play catch up. I missed two meals because I had my engagement photo shoot today. So like now after oh, this, no. I'm going to have to double up. Oh, I'm so sorry. You got to eat more. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Sucks. Tired of eating. No one, no one listening to this podcast right now is like, oh, I'm so sorry. John has to eat more. <laughs> all right. But here's the thing. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Let me set the table for all y'all really quick. I'm eating fucking dry ass grilled chicken with nothing on it, just some garlic powder and a fucking half avocado. A uh, 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 garlic powder. And that's it. That's what I'm eating. So, no, you're not jealous. You don't uh, care. It's, <laughs> that's funny. Babies, um, do you go back to eating carbs in- throughout the week? Hmm? Do you go back to eating carbs throughout the week? Or I carb how- cycle. Okay. So, every day is a different carb level for me. So Monday, Mondays and Fridays are usually like my higher carb days. Uh, Tuesdays, I cut whatever my carb amount is in half. Wednesdays is my high fat day, no carbs. And then Saturday and Sunday, I'm carbless. No fats either, though. Just yeah. straight bro- protein. Oh, just straight protein, bro. Just but then you, then you wonder why, how I lost 40 pounds on this prep that I didn't even know I had to lose. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. wild. The so way it I- just comes off. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. And then uh, we've, we've talked about it in past episodes where it's like, again, prep mindset of nutrition is a whole different demon than just general health. Oh, without like, a doubt. This doesn't have to be nearly. But I think w- one of the things that we're all talking about on here, and it sounds like, Rob, you've been this way this entire time, which is 
post VSG macro counting is your base, correct? No. So I, I never counted macros. Yeah. I I still to this day don't count macros. Never did. Okay. I I just started. Well, you were just saying you weighed your food since, since the beginning. So my assumption was that you macro counted. No, I just waited just because I knew that my stomach was able to handle, let's just, at one point it was like four, I'm going to sound crazy, but four and three eighths. And like, that's what I knew my stomach Mm -hmm. was able to hold. It's not crazy. Oh, so you're just weighing on a total level, not individuals. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because us us as VSG patients, we're told that like, you have a four to six ounce swing of what you're going to be able to handle. Gotcha. See, I'm thinking so then that becomes stuck in your head forever. And then you just weigh everything out according to, okay, you know, I'm allowed to have X, Y, and Z. And then and eventually, you just basically throw you like a yeah. trough. You just put stuff onto a plate that adds up to four ounces. Mm-hmm. Right. But oh, I don't. Uh, say, like, okay. 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 I mean, okay. 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 Believe me, there are times like where I've had like pizza and I don't weigh it. Like I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I know when to stop. Um, also, like I've eaten home and haven't weighed it. But it's like everything's everything was pretty healthy. Um, the diet well, was kind of. Gotta remember, perfection's a myth. Yeah. You know? There's no such yeah. thing as perfection, bro. At all. Yeah, I was just wondering your mindset going into it of like, because like for me, when I weigh my food, I'm weighing out eight ounces of chicken. Then I put it in the bowl, and then I weigh out the uh, serving size of rice, and then I put it in the bowl, and then I weigh. Well, that's out what I'm doing blank. now. Yeah. Okay. So when I think weigh out your food, I'm thinking macro counting in the sense of breaking down all your food into its, so you know exactly. But you're doing it more on just like a bulk mindset, not necessarily protein, part, carbs, yeah. fats. Yeah, because right. you know. Okay. Also, VSG patients are taught that your protein needs to come first. You follow what I'm saying? So the bulk of your meal needs to be your protein. You worry about your carbs. Very last, you worry about carbs, and then you worry about your vegetables, so you have fiber, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So like what I used to do was I always knew that my threshold before prep, my threshold for carbs was anywhere between two and a half ounces to three ounces. But I knew for some reason, I've always been able to take down protein, no problem, no homo, no cuomo. Um, I could take down protein, no problem. So- I was always in the range of like seven and a half to eight ounces of chicken, but my rice was always really little because carbs always filled me up more than protein did. So that was just me. But like I said, you know, VSG patients are like snowflakes. None of us are like, even though they, they love to fucking put us all together and make it seem like we're one big happy party. That is so funny. That's always, that's always such a crazy one too, to me where it's like the idea of maxing out protein is not even, I don't, some people are like, like, I know, like I've worked with clients before in the past too, where it's like, I want to get you, I want to get you up to 170 grams of protein. And they're like, how the fuck do you get in 170 yeah. grams? I'm like, I, I could, I, I could eat 110 in a meal and just been kind of and like, it's, I don't get what you're struggling with. I'll, I'll have a 50 gram protein shake and then some chicken breasts. And, and like, I could throw it out 110. Like it's nothing. What do you mean? What do you mean that the 170 you can't even do it? Like, <laughs> I think that's, that's that always is a fun one to me because some people struggle so much with getting their protein up, but like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't the protein I don't really have a problem with. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Okay. So, how are you feeling right now? We're two weeks. <laughs> that's a loaded out. question. Uh, I, know. I know it is. As, <laughs> as far as what, like, as I'm weak. I'm very weak. Um, Tired. 
uh, kind of foggy in the head. Yeah, welcome to prep brain. Um, my sleep sucks. Like I'll really? wake up three, four times. Yeah, wake up three, four times during the night, and I go to the bathroom like every time I wake up. So I'm trying to get down a gallon of water a day. Um, sometimes it's more, but I try to hit the gallon. Um, but for the most part, I'm just weak and the numbers and the, the weights, it's all going down. Mm-hmm. So like, that's kind of like a mind fuck too. Yeah. Right. Like knowing that you were able to put up this amount and this many reps and now you're 10 pounds, 15 pounds lighter struggling. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you, but. Well, cause that's the thing we have to remember, like we're not here for strength now. Yeah. Right. We're here for conditioning. We're here to keep on the mass that we have and to get through. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's it's super boring to know that physique. Your fingertips hurt yet? Fingertip. Oh right. yeah, because light light body fat. Yeah, my fingertips no. are killing me. The bottoms of my feet. Really? Are, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Everything People talk hurts. about yeah when you when you get super lean, your bottom of your feet start hurting because you have no yeah. fat pads, and like there's just like nothing left. Because again, because again, I think we've talked about it in the last podcast just because talking about prep, we're talking about this kind of stuff. This isn't necessarily the healthiest thing to do. Can we all oh, no, agree? Body Bodybuilding, physique yeah. competitions, and health don't necessarily go together. No, this is an eating disorder. Like, please don't get <laughs> it twisted. Yeah, no, this is an eating disorder. Well, I think that this portion for me personally, like this portion of it where the calories are cut so low and the carbs are so low, I think that could be the eating disorder. But I think prior oh, yeah. to like, very beginning stages where like, my carbs were like pretty much up and I was bulking and everything like that. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a more maintainable life, which I want to head towards after. Oh, hundred um, percent. That's the whole argument. Oh, you go. Yeah. What were you saying? No, but that's just what I was going to stick to after prep and everything like that. Like reverse back into that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's where um, I do agree with on this standpoint, like genetics where some people are just not, their bodies were not meant to stay at eight to 10% body fat eight or like six, six to 8% body fat. Right. There's, there's not meant to be there. Like you're so many functions in the body just get hurt being that lean. Some people can do it. Their bodies enjoy it. But most people, it's not a sustainable lifestyle where like 10 to 14, 16% body fat, great healthy place to be. It's a great place to build strength, build health. But like the idea that the, the, the misconception inside the health and fitness world is if you have six pack abs, you're automatically healthier than the person that has no abs. Nah, it's not true. (laughs) Yeah. Not true at all. Now to some, it can be, but not, not to everybody. Like that is now as we, I think we all can agree on this point. There is also a threshold of body fat where you're no longer healthy and we need to pull this in a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so um, what are you looking forward to the most besides summer shred? Cause obviously we both know that we can't wait to finally get to this show, but what are you looking, what, what is, what is the next goal for you? I don't know. I was actually thinking about that today. Um, like what would be next, but I don't know honestly i mean i want to see how i actually like getting on because i'm a pretty nervous person just to begin with um and this is something like cute like big that like i wouldn't normally pick to do right um 
why so I'm doing it. I'm still I was just going to say, yeah, I was just going to say that what made you go through with this? I've seen so many people do it and then going down there in June and just seeing everybody go through and uh, people from that I've been following on Instagram and know it was just cool to watch. Um, the posing is like a little like uncomfortable, getting more comfortable with that for sure. So weird. Yeah. Posing. At first it was, yeah. It Do you have a set routine? Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of just trying to get that down pat. Um, the most difficult part about that though is the breathing. Yep. Yeah. And, and I start cramping. Cause like letting your air out. Yeah. Um, also while like maintaining a smile, yep. which is tough. Oh, I don't Dude, give a fuck about this. I don't understand I don't give a shit about this smile. This posing is so fascinating to me because again, it's like you sit here and I've been in this body for 30 fucking years. And I know what it can you, do. You would think I would be very good at doing everything I want to do. But then it's like, I want you to do a double back and hold your lats. I'm like, I fucking am hold my lats. No, you're not. The lats are letting go. I swear to you, I'm holding my lat. No, you're not. Now you are. Twist your shoulder. Oh my gosh, there's the lats. And I'm like, why, why can't I just do that on command? This is my fucking body. Let me flex my lats when I want to flex my lats. And it's like, yep. you can't do it. Like, and then it's like, it's like such a frustrating thing of like trying to focus on, okay, I'm going to bring my, my back together and then I'm going to spread my lats. And it's like, yep. but I got to hold my lats. And it's like, when I spread them, then the lats, lats release. And it's so fucking frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's like one slight movement. And it's not, everything goes away. Biggest difference, yeah. Yeah, and it's like you're like all of a sudden you you you're doing like a hamstring is another one where it's like what you're trying to, depending on what uh, if you're doing physique or bodybuilding whatever say you're trying to really accentuate that your hamstrings and it's like you tilt it and then if you pivot your hip just a little bit all of a sudden pop they spread you're like holy yeah. shit and then all of a sudden yeah. you move a sixteenth of an inch and it disappears like what the fuck yep <laughs> yeah it's wild that's the most difficult part about this though. Is mm -hmm. getting those poses down, especially like right now I'm virtual. Do you have a pose coach? Yeah, so it's virtual. Okay. Um, so he's not here. So what I'll do is like just set my phone up on a tripod yep. and pose, which is difficult. But then I was at the gym one day and I had like a conversation came up about the show and the guy was like, yeah, I've been doing this. I've competed before. Uh, so he was like, I'll take you like 20 minutes every day or like whenever I'm around and we'll just go to like a room and you can it's a freaking workout. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It it's sucks. tough. Hold your abs. Hold your abs. Hold your ah ah ah. You, and, so, and yeah. I so I have a routine, right? I'm me and Steve have laid out a routine. I've done the routine a couple of times, but I know me as a person, and I know when I get on that stage, everything that I've been taught is out the window, and I'm just ad libbing. So just know if you see if like you if you're watching me when I'm on there, I'm just going through the motions of what I think I'm supposed to do because I. I'm an ad lib type of guy. Like, when in I doubt, fly off the seat of my pants. When in doubt, spread your butt cheeks. All is what you got, bro. <laughs> this is, and I'm here's just, like, I'm just saying, and this, this John, is not a knock. When in doubt, sport. spread your butt cheeks. This is not a knock at the sport because I love bodybuilding. I love bodybuilding before I did this show, but like, we're in a transformation division. Ain't no motherfucker in that room is judging us off of fucking. Posting. No, I don't give a fuck. You know, like you're either, either lean and big enough or you're not. Right. It's like this is very I really think it's gonna come down to just, it's always who yeah, whoever lean is lean, most lean. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. But I mean I'm very excited. 
I am very excited for it. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what you look like, to be honest with you. You're fucking shredded, man. Yeah. Like I was just before the episode started. My highest was 290. 290? My highest. Wait, you're talking about my highest weight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 290. And what are you right now? You were 290. Uh, Yeah. This morning I was 175. 175. So you've lost 100 and 120. Yeah, uh, ninety. Yeah, I think. Yeah, one hundred and twenty. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> even that. You got, you got prep, right? I, I respect it. Um, yeah, because that's the whole thing. Like, I remember when I did my my competition. Like, it's crazy to me. Um, I actually just pulled it up, but it's. I mean, I did an MPC non, but like, I got down pretty lean, and you have yeah. fucking shredded abs. I, I have good shoulder caps. Look at the, you got decent, I got decent venation. I was probably what, 10% in this maybe. Um, but what you're at is just freaking crazy. It's wild. Yeah, I think that probably a couple days, like before I leave, probably one of my last workouts here, I'll go back on that scale and see the body fat percentage. Yeah. Are you, are you doing anything like that? Are you giving electric, electric scale or are you going to do a, dexa scan or anything just to see where you're at just the one no just the one in the gym so when i signed up for the gym they put me on the scale because they try and like sell you on the personal training oh do you have, so, they have an in body uh, is it like the one you stand on you. with the arm things and with your thumbs on the yeah thing? yeah yeah, yeah. in bodies yeah. are pretty dope yeah so i've only done the water one are you in the water one that's, yeah that's actually fun. the buoyancy ones yep yeah yeah, I've never that was the first time I've ever done one of those. So Okay. That's, I don't trust any of that shit though. I have to be That's what I was going to say. I don't think there's like, I think hurt. body fat percentage body fat percentage machines like that tell you what it is. They're bullshit. Like there's the stupid one that looks like a PlayStation controller that people use in the gym all the time and you have to like hover yeah. it fucking jerk it off. Like that one <laughs> is just So so the rule of no thumb way. There's no way so the rule of thumb is DEXA scan, which is basically an MRI, is the most accurate. Yeah, right. Um, your buoyancy ones are number two, the one that you did. Um, number three is um, is electrical impedance, which is the the in body one that that uh, Rob's doing. Yeah. That that thing's like five grand. That's medical grade. Like that's that's your top of the line yeah, electrical impedance impedance one. I just bought the. They just came in body. Just came out with a at home version. So like normally they're freaking like their their machines are like five grand. And this is what doctors' offices use and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they just built a home one for three hundred bucks. So I just picked one up. And uh, it's it's it's. I find it's, it again. Is, is the number exact? No but it shows good trends. Right. Like that's the most important thing. As long as you're seeing what you want to see, not yeah. number wise, like, but if it's going down. that It's, it's just a trend and, the, and, and it's, it's good at trends. It's not good at exact numbers, but again, it's, it's super important to know. I think like, Ooh, my, my, my muscle mass has gone up. My body fat has gone down. It's super nice to know that that makes sense. While my weight hasn't changed. I, right. I like, for example, it's like, I have, 50 pounds of body fat on me. And then if I have 50 pounds of body fat and I go up by two pounds of muscle mass and drop by two pounds, go to 48 pounds of, of body fat, the number of the scale doesn't change, but my physique is changing. So I, I like it for that reason. Um, 
but yeah, knowing, oh, it says I'm 3% body fat. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> no way. Yeah, no, no, you're not. Okay. I always, that's always a fun one too. When in doubt, whatever, whenever, when anyone says what their body fat percentage is, double it. Absolutely. So if someone says they're 7%, they're probably like 14. And <laughs> people understand 7%. That's why these fucking like body, like the, your, your Olympias are getting down to five. You go below five, you Did fucking you die. Watch Olympia this year? Uh, not live, but I watched Seabum do it again. Yeah. Trifecta. I watched, I watched some of it live. Mr. Seabum. I was training. I freaking love Seabum. I'm not going to lie. I love Seabum. You're a fucking. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fanboy. You really are. You're a fucking mark. Anyway, his, 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 um, his mustache. And unfortunately, just... we do have to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, so. What I would like to do is I would like to extend the invite to Rob to come back because I feel like his episode definitely deserves a part two because um, we did not go as uh, in-depth as I would have liked to. I know that we spent a lot of time talking about prep, which is awesome, um, but I definitely want to revisit this episode again. So definitely expect a part two, Rob, if you are you know down to come back onto the podcast. Um, of course, that's all up to you. You just let me know. I'll be back. Excellent. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being on today. Before I do let you go and before we wrap this puppy up, I do like to end the podcast with a couple of questions. So you're going to get some questions. Um, first question is, if you could go back in time to 290-pound Rob and, get, and tell him anything, does not have to be weight loss or anything like that, what would yeah. you tell him? Uh... I think be nicer to yourself. Definitely Excellent. be nice. Because I was pretty harsh. Um, yeah. And it kind of still carries into today. So I try and remember that even now. I like that one. I like that one. All right. Three pieces of advice for those who are listening. Again, does not have to be about weight loss. Three pieces of advice. Stick to your goals, definitely. Um, never give up. And take help from people because that'll get you far. 100%. I'm huge into yeah, asking like for help. It's, it's, it's not, it does not make you a weak person asking for help. It actually makes you a fucking strong yeah. person to ask for help. Yep. Absolutely. Amen. Rob, where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, just Rob Motivation. Rob Motivation. <laughs> Excellent. All right, brother. Thank you again for being on tonight. Uh, I had a great time chopping it up with you. And I will see you in um, seven, 16 days. 16 days. Seems yeah. like 14 Thank you for days. having me. Appreciate Bro, it. It was an absolute pleasure. Guys, I appreciate you all listening to the podcast. If you've made it this far, then thank you very much. If you liked what you heard and you think someone else would like to hear this as well, please feel free to share it with your friends, share it with your family, show your grandma, show your cousin, show your little brother, show it to somebody. Just show it to somebody. Five-star rate and review. Four. Um, <laughs> guys, I'm looking for a new business partner. <laughs> I was just he has to it. be. I was just... he has to be not blonde, still rich. Look at this flow. Look at this flow. Yeah.
you like that flow. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> All right. So five star rating review the fucking podcast, please. Jesus Christ. Um, if you are interested in ALG coaching, you go on to ALGcoaching.com. You can join the Accountable Life Group each and every single Wednesday night for an absolutely free community call by going to www.accountablelifegroup.com, clicking on the events tab, which will take you right in through Zoom, and we're there each and every single Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 Pacific. And then what you could do is you can go over to Redcon 1, you can use promo code T20JARPS, and that'll save you 20%. Then after that, if you want, you can go over to Real Good Foods, get some breakfast sandwiches, use promo code TheGamesInBetween. And then after that, if you're interested in the Accountable Life Journal, you go on Amazon and you can purchase that there. And now I'm done. The commercials have gotten longer. I apologize. But you know what? The fucking podcast is moving and grooving and we're trying to make moves. Okay? You happy? We're done here. Stay beautiful. Stay sexy. Stay accountable. See ya. Doodles.